0: Hello there, and welcome to uh, a new podcast called uh, The Geek, the Beard, and the Nerdy. And uh, this, this is kind of like a first episode, it's kind of like a pilot for us, so we're all going to be going around the table and telling you a little bit about ourselves, and eventually we'll get down to it and start talking about something geeky, nerdy, or beardy even maybe, let's see. So I do uh, like my beard. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'll start off. Uh, My name's Joel and I'm guessing that I'm the geek in this sort of uh, trio here and uh, my backgrounds are in things from like anime and video games and uh, just general pop culture. uh, I grew up in the 80s, so I, I love 80s movies and horror and gore and stuff like that so I'll be bringing things like that to the table, but also a bunch of fringe sciences and weird nature and Things that, you know, maybe you didn't know. So you might learn something along the way. Um, I'm going to pass you over now to my good friend, Boz, who will introduce himself.
1: Uh, Hello, I'm Boz. I'm uh, the nerdy. I'm surprised I'm not called the weebie, but that won't work as well. Uh, I love my anime, my manga, my comics. Uh, And I'm just going to bring, like, kind of weird shit to the table that that I find every now and then on the internet as well, because that's my kind of pop culture kind of stuff. Uh, that and just other video games and weird indie crap that I find along the way, so, yeah. Alright,
2: yeah. Alright, I right. am um, the Beards, uh, Richard, or just Dick. Uh, I'm a jack-of-all-trades kind of nerd. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <goodness>.
1: oh, boy!
0: <laughs> There's <Hopefully>, a riot! <laughs> Hopefully that's not being picked up on the mic. I would imagine that is. But I'd imagine that it would be, yeah. Shh.
1: Yeah, it's going on the mic. It okay. like that.
0: We'll, just, we'll just edit that out. We have
1: some angry nerds in the background who are still Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's they're, they're very mad still at season 8 of Game of Thrones, so <laughs> yeah. they're still complaining. This
2: is the danger when you film in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> they they get angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll try that again then. Uh, I am hello, I am the beard. Um Richard or just Dick. Uh, I'm a jack-of-all-trades kind of nerd. I love my comic book movies and my sci-fi, uh, my horror, my comic books, my anime, my board games, my D&D, just everything. Um, and I will probably be bringing randomness to the table the wild card. And, and, and just jokes, because I will just try anything.
0: Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, just fun and games really
0: So the idea generally is that uh, each session will have a, a sort of broad topic of discussion So it could be uh, a new movie, a new anime, a new video game, a new board game Something that maybe we've come across during the weeks um, that's you know, piqued our interest and we want to talk about it Maybe something
1: somebody mm-hmm. wants to or so we get a lot of requests. Oh yeah, and I mean if we get that... suggestions coming in. Oh, and... if we got fans, that'd
2: be oh, amazing. My God. <laughs> yeah. Shock horror. My 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 one goal for this podcast, the one thing I would love to see is I would love for us to have a t shirt. I don't care if it just has like a tiny little logo on it, yeah, or like or like pictures of all our faces or caricatures or anything. But I want just one t shirt, and I want to see it out in the wild, because. Genuinely, one of my favourite moments was when one of my mates at work came up to us and was just like, oh my god, that girl was wearing a, a Gilmore's Glorious Goods t-shirt. And I was just like, oh, and I had a little nergasm.
1: When you're on your pilot episode and you're already thinking about that sweet-ass merch. Yeah. Get, that, get that merch printed. You have to get onto the merch hut. Yo, where's the merch at? Sign up to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't have a Patreon. I this was going to say, is I... brought to you by uh, Squarespace.com. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Casper mattresses, fastly yeah. <laughs> becoming the internet's favourite mattress. I didn't buy one, <laughs> I, but I think the unboxing experience is wonderful.
0: <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, maybe one down, one day down the line, we'll uh, we'll be on those.
2: What What would you like? All right, just like this doesn't necessarily end up in the podcast, but. If there was one thing that we were to get from doing this week in and week out, what would it be? What sort of experience would you want to do?
0: Oh, I don't know. It's, that's quite a weird one. Because I, I quite like to lay low um, and and not be recognised. But like the the idea of um, seeing a fan in the wild and then not knowing who I was, uh, I think that would be quite a, quite a good experience because I could sort of like gleefully do that geeky thing like Ooh, oh oh they, they like my thing uh, but they don't know who i really am so i can still remain semi-anonymous but yeah if, if it ever did get to the stage where people did kind of know my face and were approaching me I don't think i I'd, I'd be too too bothered by it as long as it was all down in the. You know, I can't
2: imagine the, like uh, even the biggest podcasts get like oh, constant no. harassment. Yeah. You know, it's not like Tom Cruise or like Eminem eating with his kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you know,
0: know? then i will be in, in Burger King. You know, munching away, and I'll get a pat on my, like, pat on the shoulder. Like, oh, are you uh, are you that guy from the podcast? Oh, uh, are you the geeky? Are you, oh, could you sign my back? <laughs> like, Quick What?
2: Sign my man boom. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: like, oh, It's, it's all sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be even more hilarious though if you just sat there and then um, some guys just like, are you f- are you from the geek, the beard, and the nerdy? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I am, yeah, cool. And it's like, are you the nerdy? <laughs> and no, no, I'm not the nerdy. He's <laughs> my favourite. Well, good for you.
0: Like, yes, yes, I am. Yes, that's me. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> what about you, boss? Uh, I'm a very like media person, and it's what I do at uni, obviously. So I think I'd like something that I could be like. This is what I've done. This is this. I, this is my baby. I'm this like is this shows. Kind of yeah, so. yeah, 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 it would yeah. be something that I could be like. I know how to do things. I've built this up. Look at me. I can do something that's funny and successful. Ooh, I could do media, I can. I can.
2: Oh, about that media. Yeah. Mm, Mm. mm, That sweet, refreshing media.
0: Editing and such. Ooh, Ooh, social media handling. Mm. Mm.
2: I think my my problem will be not trying to delete everything every time I speak from this podcast. (laughs)
0: It, It will just be my voice and Boz's voice just... With gaps
2: <laughs> just Large long pause It's just like an awkward <laughs> right, he's it, just gonna actually, get... No 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 That would be even better It's just like Alright hello Welcome to the The geek The beard And the nerdy I'm the geek This is the beard Silence And then this is the nerdy <laughs> Either
1: that Or you're just going to get Like a voice changer And you set the sounds wrong So you really just come out sounding like an anime girl <laughs> You're just there like
0: Oh senpai Notice me senpai Notice me <laughs> Or we'll just we'll just shorten the name down to the the geek that, and the nerdy.
1: <laughs> in the nerd. and the uh, geek that, and the nerdy. And yeah, the geek and the
2: nerdy. Oh, the geek and the. There's so. got to be a blank space now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just just
2: silence. We'll just edit you out completely. Like. <laughs> just like, every every time I go
0: to speak on the editing, it's just like,
2: "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs>
0: You just you so just like you uh, just go into a nice private booth and just record all of your voice like again, but with much more nasal ninas.
2: Just be there in a booth like going, "How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow?" The yeah. human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Maybe uh, a good idea would be to like warm your voice up and stuff before you do a thing like this. But I you know it was, this is. This is like episode zero of anything, you know, this is It's casual. Yeah.
2: This this is this is from the votes. This mm. this will, this'll will only be released to Patreons <laughs> in like yeah. twenty the- years <laughs> when we're like megath stars.
0: Yeah, I like I like, like that idea. Yeah. This is sort of like uh, the, the vault. The, the vault, the kind of like the behind the scenes almost like day one, you know, people are learning kind of thing but yes yes i'm looking forward to this, this should be good. it'll
2: be a laugh if nothing else it will be a laugh
1: it'll entertain um, us if anything yeah. and that's all that really matters
2: i also think that and this is kind of like one of my hopes for this podcast because obviously having you two mates um is actually learning some new stuff and actually going out and trying it because i've had you give me like anime stuff and you know i've enjoyed most of it I wanted to kill myself after some of it, Um, but it's always been good. And we've we've enjoyed like lots of movies, and games, board games especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then even when we're just like walking around town, you'll be like telling me random facts about like you know thoughts, thoughts, and uh, I can't word now. Yeah,
0: and space and the universe. So yeah. yeah. So it's just oh, like it's a development. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll, we'll um, level up from this. Um, um be, it'll be a great experience for all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. You know.
2: Alright, so, shall we do a topic? Yeah. I reckon... Go yeah,
1: on. you was saying that the main topic is what I remember as you saying. We've all seen Spider-Man Far From Home. It's the biggest movie at the moment. It's oh, yeah. It's got like 60 mi- 600, sorry, million at the box office worldwide. Yep. Yeah. Reaching to get to that one billion, and we have all seen it. And it's a very geeky and nerdy and beardy thing. Yeah,
2: definitely. Uh, I think... That's one of the things I love about this Peter Parker, like Tom oh, Holland. Sorry.
0: Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yes, sorry there, there. there we, will be spoilers. We will be talking about the full movie in in the next like preceding minutes and however long we go on for about this. So if you haven't seen the film? Go watch it. Uh, it's,
1: it's a blast. It's fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll proceed from here on with that. Set. Yeah. So, and
1: the... three, two, one. Your chance is gone. Yeah. I can't believe Spider Man killed
2: Batman. <laughs> I did not see that part coming.
1: Oh, when, when the x-men showed up the, it, it, you know and started like buying stuff around oh, i was a bit confused what movie i
2: was watching <sighs> Nah, no, but uh but then i realized
1: about... it was all those and <laughs> vitamins <Petermans. laughs> yeah but uh
2: tom Holland you're saying well no, no i so like i i was there as i would imagine joe was at the dawn of like comic book movies and you had like toby Maguire. Mm. Oh, as, as as Spider-Man. Yeah. And I thought he did quite a good Peter Parker. He mm, was really that's... nerdy, really dweeby. Yeah. I felt yeah. that his Spider-Man mm. lacked. It did. All most, right. Most definitely. And the only other issue I had was he was clearly an old man <laughs> in, a, in a school. And that was a bit weird. Fa- flash forward to the amazing Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield was too cool Mm. as Peter Parker but
1: he's a great Spider-Man
2: but he is a wonderful Spider-Man like he's got the quips he's got everything that he's doing Tom Holland although his quips are not perfect yet he's got that enthusiasm Mm. as Spider-Man which I think is wonderful but he also has that nerd Mm. of
1: but it's always taken Spider-Man years and years in his comics to get good at quips he was they, they was never always good they was always sometimes very punny yeah. or very awkward and over time they got better better at riding him because they got more into the character
2: and I think that's one thing that the last Spider-Man did really well because there's that scene in the bank mm. where he's like the guys They're are dressed just, as, um, as Avengers yeah. and you just see him like take that moment where he's like I should lean on the wall shall I lean this way should I, how should I start this and you're like you can see where he's developing yeah. and I, I think in this film he is, he's really really good
0: yeah, like uh, like you said, you're talking about the, the whole development process for uh, Spider-Man. Um, we are starting to see him become more like, say, the kind of like boy genius side of the Spider-Man that he, you know, the way he builds his own web shooters mm. and, uh, uh, you know, he's he's you know, able to sort of like catch these these crooks just like flies. So, uh, Todd, the, you know, he's, he's becoming more of that kind of like side of Spider-Man, whereas... Uh, I think a lot of complaints come f- come from that side of it being, well, that's not what Spider-Man would do. Like, Well, well Spider-Man's a boy genius. You
1: know, he would have built his own thing by now. Yeah, he's always
2: mm. he's always been incredibly intelligent in the yeah. comics. Which is um,
1: a criticism I see from a lot of people who's like, oh, he's just Iron Man Jr. in this. And I'm like, no, he, he's always been a genius and he's always had his way of doing things. But it makes sense because he's a small kid from Queens. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to be able to afford and build all of this stuff but give him the resources he and could. he can and this movie shows yeah. you that it shows you given time and dedication he can build his Spider-Man suit better than Tony could well, because uh, he knows himself better.
0: Well, like Also, um, Spider-Man is incredibly strong and he spends a good majority of his time suppressing his own powers so like uh, there's a scene where he's got one of his friends, they're, they're on the coach and they, they're going somewhere and one of his friends is like piping up and he's trying to distract everybody because <laughs> there's a drone like coming to do a strike on another one of his friends. And he sort of just like just like slapped the kid a little bit and like the kid gets, gets like knocked out straight away. And like, I, I like little touches like that that kind of like show you like, oh, wow, you know, he is he is incredibly strong. And he can stand up there with the Avengers, like when you see him fighting at the airport scene and stuff like that. And he's very, very newb, newbish, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm Spider Man. I'm here. Hey, guys." Um, you know, he's he's definitely developing, like I say, more and more towards uh, you know a, a good, good solid Spider Man. I think. I
2: agree. I think it's one thing that you know we're two movies into this series of of new Spider Man films, and I think the Marvel films in general are good because they have this like character development. And, you know, the characters do grow and they do change. What I like about these Spider-Man films, especially this one, is there is familiarity in that, yeah, Spider-Man can do this and Spider-Man can can do that. But at the same time, they are changing things. Mm -hmm. Like, I think one of the best things that they've done is is, is kind of like with, with Flash, all right? Like, in the comics, he was always this jock, you know and he was you know and that's what school was is that they're just all these different social groups and you don't mix with people outside of your social group and that just doesn't exist anymore so now having these as being like close friends that you know know each other and all that lot there's always a couple of friends that sort of like ruffle each other the you know the wrong way and so he has that sort of like rapport with with Peter Parker he's just like what up dickwad
0: well, yeah. in In this movie, there's a there's a character. Is it, is it Todd? The, oh, the, yeah. yeah Todd, it, it, it. The kid who uh, didn't get uh, Didn't get. Yeah, didn't get snapped. Didn't get Thanos snapped, did he? Yeah, so and then he um, blipped back. Yeah, he didn't get the blipping. So he's, he he's blip grown back. like five years older than the other kids have. But you know, he's like he's sort of still in their class or something. Like well, he? no, no, He he yeah,
2: was they, in a lower uh, class. Oh, and right, they yeah. didn't age because yeah. so everyone blipped. else and got he, snapped
1: and then blipped back he, he, he grew he
2: five years and now he's in their class so they would have known him as a kid and Let's then right, you he's know like
0: he's grown into this hunky kind of kid like yeah, yeah. yeah. Which they
1: oh
2: oh be. oh yes what a what a yeah. glorious hunk. yeah
1: what the, the the good thing that I love about it and what they've done a good job of is modernizing everything mm. because a lot of this is of a time period of when it was written. And there's like so much lore in Spider-Man now that you kind of have to update the current stuff. Oh yeah, what is now? Yeah, there's, there's plenty, yeah.
0: of, plenty of Spider-Man stuff. And even you know, if, if you ever delved into the Spider-Verse side of things, then uh, Not so much. It gets pretty crazy. There's a lot of stuff to digest. Remember. I mean, like, for instance, there's uh, in Japan during like the '60s or '70s. I think this is when it sort of first came out. Um, the copyright law in Japan wasn't really like known for its stringentness, so um, the, a TV company just went ahead and made their own Spider-Man TV series, which was like a live-action show with like an awesome martial arts and uh, you know great kind of like uh, sci-fi tech stuff. So in that version, Spider-Man had a giant robot which he could summon with by via a wristwatch, and it's called like Leopardon, and you know and he could like summon it and shoo- he like jump through the air like the Power Ranger style into his mech and start you know fighting the bad guys, um, and then I think Marvel eventually kind of got wind of this and were like, uh, you do know that's copyright, right? And uh, the, I think the Japanese was just like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's a great idea. We made a great show out of it. Like, do you not like our show? And they're like, well, yeah, we kind of do like your show. So, <laughs> you know what we're, we're we're gonna do? We'll that let it go bit.
2: for now. Yeah,
0: we'll just kind of let that slide. Coming Coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we will, um, but uh, he, he makes appearances in the Spider Verse comics. Mm.
2: Um,
0: as as do most of the other kind of like Spider Men from the, the various other shows and comics that there have been. Like, you know, you, you just take the word Spider Man and you can just, you can just say that in a, in a number of different ways. So you can say you know Amazing Spider Man, or you can say uh, the Ultimate Spider Man, Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Spectacular. Spectacular Spider Man, like you know, superior Spider Man, Spider Man, you know, it's it's um, it it gets quite complicated, yeah. So it's 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 nice to see that this is another iteration, you know, it's 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 in its own world, and it's familiar, but
2: they have modernized it, they have like changed a few things, and I think that's good. I think that's that's really well. I do like the fact that at the beginning they kind of address the blip, Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like. Where you see like people like disappearing, and it's, it's very lucky that they all disappeared. Yeah, very you know, coincidental. Pete Parker, Ned, Flash, Mary Jane, all of them. Like you feel like one of them would have been left alone, just like going, well bugger <laughs> you know, it's just
0: like sad for five years Just like, and, then, awesome. and, and
2: then when they come back and it's like they're all in that basket like all the musicians oh, are yeah, in that so, basketball I, room and yeah, like people I, I get I lo- hit by balls
0: i love the, the the juxtaposition of that scene so like the it shows like a newsreel and uh they're reporting about all, all of the disappearances and all of the blips and they're showing like cell phone footage of like the school and all the, all the kids disappearing and it's like really tragic You're like oh my god Ah, oh, shock horror and then like, the juxtaposition of, like, when they all come back again. And, like, it, it like we've talked about this at work. Like, I mean, you know, what, what what happens? Like, did you come back, like, the position that you were in? Like, do you, you just, like... Well, that's
2: like, what it suggested. Because, like, yeah. they were all there when they disappeared. And then they all came back on the same in, basketball yeah, court. Yeah. Which the then race. asks the question, like, at the end of Infinity War, that helicopter falls out of yeah. the sky, I would imagine, <laughs> because the pilot got... Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: he must have done yeah, and
2: yeah. so like when he came back is he just suddenly like, like 200 right? metres above New York City just that's, like I
1: <gasps> That's one of the things that bothered me because it contradicts something they said they said oh, anyone who, they said everyone didn't come back to where they was they came back to a safe position if they wasn't but it's kind of contradictory because then in this film they show they just come back to where they previously yeah, was Yeah. but the yeah. directors have said if he was going to die from an unsafe position then you was brought back to a safe place uh. and I'm like, oh, okay but this movie kind of doesn't suggest that so it's all kind of confusing and weird yeah, um,
0: like the you know, the, the whole, there's a big issue with, with teleportation anyway and that is that, you know, you're going to be ground down to your molecular kind of like little bits and bobs and then rebuilt again, you know is it really you? Are you the same person? and then like the the whole point of like where will you, where will you arrive back once you once you've been you know rebuilt you know because the the planet that we're on is is going you know at the speed of sound per like second or whatever around the bloody sun, so yeah you know we're very lucky that they didn't just appear somewhere in space randomly that you know we sort of like trailed off from. I saw behind.
2: I saw a really funny thing on Facebook today actually which just made me. Almost wet myself. So you know the end scene of Infinity War when Nick Fury looks up and sees the helicopter crash? Yeah, yeah. Well, someone has put that and then they're put from The Incredibles where I think it's like syndromes attacking, but it's it's from uh, Frozone's perspective Frozen. where he's in his apartment. Right. And you just see this attack, a helicopter like crash into like below where he stood and he's like,
0: where's my super suit? And you just like... They kinda
2: of line up. Was was the Prozo in
0: there? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs>
1: They're both owned by Disney. I'm just saying, Credibles coming to coming to the MCU soon. But uh, We still haven't talked about the best person and part of this movie, which is by far Jake Hillen, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Oh, well He steals every scene he is in and it's amazing and is always seen as such a lame villain to some people, but they modernised him and made him fit into this so well. And because this is spoilers, yeah, the, the elementals that the, they're not the main villains like the trailer suggests, and we and you should all know that it was fucking Mysterio from the start, and he does such a good job of like you know, he he this character.
2: sold it as being the mental type, yeah, like oh, yeah, like you yeah. say where he steals the show, like from from the get go, he's just there, like you know, you know, Peter, you, sometimes people die, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, giving I'm, him his pep talks and telling him to go get Mary Jane and.
0: I was looking forward to these two like teaming up and taking well, on the the elementals, you know, like <laughs> it would have been a would have been a pretty pretty cool show but it's uh, it's not quite how it pans out, is it? So, yeah, but yeah. he's
1: also so good at being evil and it's one of the best scenes I would say in the MCU completely and it's when he's just making Peter absolutely trip balls basically in his own dream sequence is the only thing oh, I yeah, can say. Yeah. And there's and it gets dark like when iron man is crawling out the grave and you're just i was there like this is what i wanted and this movie is great now yeah that, and it's so dark
0: uh, you yeah, it's it's during that scene i was i was waiting for like grains of rice to start falling all mm. around pizza like you'd pick them up and like eventually you'll find like a box of uncle bens oh. just like <laughs> that's how dark it gets
2: <sighs> the what the one issue i have with the Jake whole performance is that seeing the trailer, and he's just like, he's from Earth, but not our Earth. I loved the idea of how many like
1: possibilities that opened up. Technically, though, it's been said from Infinity War and Doctor Strange, there are other realities. Yes. But it is used as a gag in this one. And the thing I do love about the gag, though, is that he did say we're Earth-616, which is the canonical comic book main Earth of Marvel Universe. So, mm-hmm. but, mm. carry on. Well, no,
2: because it's like, it is that whole, you know, there are multiple universe, uh, un- universes, as as they've stated, but it was the idea that we were going to get them. Because mm. I figured that Thanos had broken a hole in or mm. sort of like, Thinned the barrier between them when he destroyed the stones, and this led me to like all these ideas of like you could have Marvel zombies mm. and have like Robert Downey Jr. making a cameo as like a, a zombie Iron Man and you know all that lot. And there are so many brilliant stories from the comics that you could do, and they might still do them. Mm. But obviously, yeah, Jake Jake Hall, Mysterio, Baddie. I liked how they they brought him in like the whole um you know he created bath I think yeah. it's called from from civil war so that technology at the beginning of civil war where he's like look this is my therapy session look at all this hyper realistic yeah. Yeah. um holograms and he's just like Well, Jake Gyllenhaal is the guy who created that and uh, yeah, he's then, like I have so many great plans for this and Iron Man's just like don't worry about it I'm just gonna shoot lasers at things
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's been a, you know there's, there's a few of those characters that like they, they've all come together now in this movie but you know f- through the the history of the films there's always been some like poor scientist guy on the end of getting like you know told off about oh this project's not on time it's not you know good enough we need more 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 and they're just like well you know you you sort it out mate you sort out these holograms and you sort out these drones because you know fuck's sake i'm doing my best here yeah
1: my my favorite part of that scene is uh because it's a great callback and something i would never seen is from iron the first movie the iron man and he's just like tony stark built this suit in a goddamn cave with scraps! <laughs> <laughs> just rebuild it! And I'm just there like, that's, that's great. But
2: yeah, no, it, 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 it does make you sort of like wonder, and this, I think this is like the great narrative of the MCU movies at the moment, and something that DC has completely failed on, is that there are connections. Like there are these little bits that in like previous movies hint back, you know, are now coming yeah, to pay off. Yeah. Like even keeping out on subject, Peter Parker, all right, he's the little kid in Iron Man 2 at the World Fair thing, yeah. you know, he's the one with the little Iron Man helmet and it's just like, you know, the idea that that comes back, comes back, like, eight, nine movies later, you're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even though, I guarantee you, that was not originally planned. Probably, yeah. That, that was in no way planned at that time because it was so long ago and there's like, you know what, we can make this cool and useful that's Peter Parker and this is why he looks up to Iron Man
2: I think they had to rewrite the timeline because of after Iron Man 2 Mm. obviously the uh, Avengers 1 happens right yeah and that would Peter Parker would have been too young or something or he would be too old because like
1: in his own film the timeline is like written wrong like they give dates and the dates are wrong and don't make sense Mm. there is a whole timeline problem in them small well, yeah, there is a problem I was, was going to
2: say it's not x men yeah. it's not x men
0: big are you because... <laughs> saying that there are holes in the plot like <laughs> a
1: couple well, like a couple. Yeah.
0: maybe just a few oh, shot a horror right, yeah.
1: yeah my my main issue with this movie is actually within like the first 5 minutes the opening sequence of just nick fury and maria hill it's just really out of place for me. Oh, okay. So I, I can I can comment on this.
0: So from the very start, when you see the Colombian uh, the Columbia pictures, like lady stood there, it, it transitions into like a statue. And it's trying to place you in the world. Like you know, the, the establishing shot of movies is, is is very important. I like to keep like a little close eye on these things. And it, it feels like a bit of bit of time wasting because they could have made that transition happen on one of the buildings mm. around in the rubble. Yeah. And then the camera could have just panned down and we could have seen mm. them arriving and, and the hyperboil could have continued there, you know, and we would have, like, we, we would have been on speed. But, like, an extra 30 seconds of the movie or so is, like, just...
2: Yeah, but then voice. you wouldn't get yeah. that sweet, sweet car advert. Yeah, and where it's awesome. just like, look, we're driving Audi. Look at that air conditioning. Mm. But, but
1: the scene is so out of place, and that's my problem with it, because it's like, oh, have this place, and it's there to establish Jake Gyllenhaal's arrival mm. as Mysterio. But it feels so out of place because it doesn't start with Peter Parker, and it starts with this whole scene, and then it just abruptly changes to Peter Parker and the school and the blip news thing and i'm like wait yeah. what this is really weird this is yeah, you, you just you off. just you just left the giant monster in the desert with nick fury and okay yeah, it just, like, yeah it, it just really really got me and i was like okay at that point i was like this this movie is i'm not going to like this movie if it's like this and then it yeah. redeemed itself immeasurably, and I loved it, and it doesn't matter.
0: So, I mean, how do you guys feel about, like, the pacing of this movie? Because I felt like the first, sort of, like, third of the movie, maybe, it was a little bit choppy. Um, you know, there's, like, the whole school trip thing, like, the, the bit with, like, bringing the suit, no, not bringing the suit kind of thing. Um, I, I felt like I had seen a lot of that stuff happen in the, in the trailer, and... When it kind of it kind of nulled the experience for me just a little bit when I'm kind of sat in the cinema going oh well I've kind of i kind of seen this scene already like a lot because mm. um, I work at a cinema but you know now it's just kind of feels a little
1: flat to me the you know? first 45 minutes of this movie are very slow I find and very just drawn out and the pacing isn't mm. this movie for me really hits its stride in its second half Yeah, the once... second half is so much better the first, yeah. but I do love the little school trip bits and incidents of just character building because I yeah. like that it's a sort of teen drama rom con at times, and because yeah, that's how yeah. Spider Man should be because there's still school students and everything, but it's just really slow, it is, yeah, and it could just be tightened up a bit more. How about
0: like how, um, in the trailer, you see one of the main points of the film is when uh, MJ turns to Spider Man, is like. Hey, because uh, well, he's about to say, Oh, I love you and stuff, but then she's like, You're Spider Man? Like, that should maybe not have been in the trailer. Like, they could have played on the Mysterio elements a little bit more before dropping that massive fucking hint, you know?
2: Well, if you want to talk about bits that were in the trailer, one, there's that whole action scene in the trailer where he's like, um, like, webbing up. Gangsters in, in in a New York restaurant, and then he's just like to the cops, "Hey guys, I'm too busy mm-hmm. doing your job because I'm so cool and my quips are awesome." Uh, and then he's just like, "Anyway, I'm out because I gotta go on vacation." And I was just like, "Well, that's not in this freaking movie."
1: Yeah, and I actually know something about this because I watched an interview with the director. Okay, because I'm a film nerd like that and uh basically what they're planning to do is they're gonna have that whole little sequence because it's about him taking down this uh gangster like division or gang in yes yeah, in, like yeah. yeah bas- he's, basically there's this mafia family yeah. and he has to take it out before he goes on vacation and they film this whole thing and the quips and him get and then there's an extra sequence of him getting everything they need in between this for his vacation and the director said he's on the Blu ray, it's going to be its own 15 minute, minute little extra film. Okay, so they're going know. to make it into like a mini segment for like the thing. It's not going to be like deleted scenes or anything. Yeah. They're going to actually Cutting make and it. All kind of stuff. Yeah. They're yeah. going to actually, because it's they've filmed it all and they've added all the special effects, they're like, yeah, we're just going to actually make this into its own little mini extra bit for the DVD and Blu rays. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Wow.
2: Right. Um, but the other thing is, and this is kind of like. With the trailer, I was ooing and ahhing because I was just like, Mysterio is always a bad guy. He's obviously going to be a bad guy in this one. And then they're like, oh, no, he's from a different Earth. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do th- this guy's good. And he's going to end up sacrificing himself. And then our version of that character is going to find his tech. And then he's going to be the evil one. And that would be pretty cool. Um, but in the trailer, again, they show like a lot of the sequence from like London. But in the build-up to Vienna, they're like, "Oh yeah, this is the big one. This is the last guy. If we get him, then you're all safe." And you're just in your back of your head, you're just going, "Well, no, there's another sequence coming. So I know this is yeah, BS." We're not
0: done with
1: this movie yet. So know? there's
2: there's gonna be like another twist, mm. and it you know, that kind of annoyed me a little bit. Um,
1: yeah. I think they was expecting a lot of people to know that the elementals were not the main villains. And that it would be Mysterio. Because oh, he mysterios he's, he's a part of the uh, Sinister Six. He's, he's an iconic oh, yeah. Spider-Man villain from the rogues gallery.
2: So is um... ah, Vulture. Yeah. So do you reckon they're just going to do all like well, every yeah, Spider-Man film is just going to be one did, of the cineast, Sinister wait, Six, on, and then eventually they'll just do a Sinister Six yeah. movie? Uh,
0: was it, hang on, at the end of the last one? That was the last one had the Vulture in, didn't? Yeah, it? yeah. Um, didn't they quite heavily hint
1: that the Scorpion guy was? going Yeah, to show he's yeah. the criminal who's got like the, yeah, the scar on his a, face. He's in the prison, he's and they prison. technically showed two, two versions of the Shocker. Right. Yeah. One, what got disintegrated. I don't think one he'll one be back. But. uh they could always have the shocker in because they have two versions of the shocker in this one. And there's just small things that hint to them leading up to the Sinister Six. But at the same time, uh, Kevin Feige has talked in interviews, I think it was Kevin Feige, uh, or however to pronounce his goddamn name, uh, said that they want to visit as many characters that have not been done before before they. Right, okay. Like, that would be if cool. If they don't have to. They're like, if we don't have to, we'd like to explore as many characters that have never been brought thing. Unless we can think of new and interesting ways to bring previously done characters. So, Dr. Otto Octavius is obviously on the table to play Dr. Octopus. If they think of it and they can think of a way to do it that they think's better than the last version. Mm-hmm. And the same with uh, Electro and so on. But at the same time, they're saying they've got so many other great characters like Craven to Hunter which personally I want to see but I'm not sure if he's if you can go that dark because is he screen friendly you know like I reckon you can do him but I would like them to do like a dark version and I'm not sure if Peter is old enough and like experienced enough to face like a fully formed well, maybe, last hunt, Craven. Because uh, I'd like them to do that story.
0: Maybe we will we will get to those days mm. because like you know like we've been, we've been discussing he is a de- you know he's in development you know he's not like a fully formed mm. Spider Man like you know, we we, you know, we sort of got the uh, the what's it called like the the introduction kind of mm. you know the the thing where oh we got bitten by the spider and this that and the other. Everybody knows this. Mm. It's a mm. bit like the Batman thing, like you know. Everybody knows his parents are dead, you know, because he doesn't stop waffling oh, on about when, it. When did that happen? Oh yeah, There's you know, so many true. movies about it. Yeah, so it's been done and done and done, and so yeah, maybe we'll we'll see the day when we can watch a superhero movie and everybody's just on the same page. and We're kind of like, yeah, we we get it. Yeah, we we know the origin of this character. Like, it's been done to death. So let's just. You know, let's try. Let's try move it into a direction that hasn't necessarily been touched before. Like so, with like the character, like the Scorpion, like he's he's never had a film version. I don't believe. Nope. nope. No, like, they
1: teased him in the Amazing Spider-Man, but they teased like a lot of the suits. like yeah. You can see Doctor Otto's arms and yeah. other things, but he's And the as glider. As, yeah, and, as far yeah. as I'm aware, they haven't. Yeah. Had him in a live action.
0: But oh. it seems like they're going down like the Stark Tech revenge kind of storyline. So I think even with like the vulture, he was um picking up all the uh, the sort of Avengers
1: discarded tech at the at the sites of yeah, the, that and the
2: the Shatari and alien yeah. tech
1: and yeah. Yeah. it was his job to basically get rid of all of that and then Stark's people came in with shield and there was like meh, 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 this is ours now. Yeah he was like so
2: yeah, you know, uh, uh, I, I, that's the one thing I don't get right is like, so Michael Keaton's character, mm. and they should do an old man Batman film with Michael Keaton. Oh god, oh, yeah. Um, he's he's just like I have a contract with the city. So like, why? And they're just like, well, we're the government. Piss off! Mm. Like, I feel like that's one of those situations where someone would just be like, actually, no, he's he's got a valid point here. Have some money. We realize you bought this stuff you know, go and work on your next job. But they don't. They're just, like, properly, like, I have to make some more enemies. Mm. I need someone for, you know, my, my protege to fight yeah. in about six years. I'll. uh
0: We need someone's toes to step on, yeah. you know.
2: They do kind of need to stop doing that. Because, like, I love Iron Man's sacrifice in, in uh, Endgame, and I love the character, but it just seems he is responsible for, like, almost all of the issues... Like, you know, in Civil War, when they're like talking about like the Sokovia Accords, and they're just like, you know, we need, we need to sign this. It's just like, no, Tony, you need to sign this. You're the one who's done this. Yeah. You, you created the bad guy from the first one. He was your business partner. You created Whiplash from the second one. Well, your dad did. So you're just carrying on that tradition. You created Killian. You created yeah. Uh, Ultron. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's I,
0: just I, like stop causing future. And but you know he he's a he's a flawed character, you know. No, and I get that, but I, I just feel like
2: some someone else should be responsible, or maybe just a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy.
0: Yeah, well, I I guess yeah, we we could have something like that, but you know, how do you uh, create the, like the stakes and stuff like that? So, like, uh, it, but you yeah, bring it back to this this Spider-Man movie, like the the stakes were very much set in terms of, like, his friends are in danger. Mm. Like, his immediate friends are in danger. And that was, like, his main concern. Um, And it didn't really feel like the the bigger picture was in Spider-Man's mind. Like, when you're seeing, like, London being destroyed and stuff, and, like, you know, Venice. Uh, He is kind of concerned with solely protecting his, like, friends, you know. And I suppose he's the a fish out of water. He's, he's, you know, the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, and he's been taken to this kind of, like, global stage... And you you know the character himself has doubts like you know the whole you know bitch please you've been to space you know bit with with the with the it was an Fury. accident yeah well, well he stowed away didn't he you know he was he wanted to he wanted to step up you know he saw Iron Man was was doing the thing and he was like well yeah I can I can be as good as Stark is right so he uh, he jumped on on ship didn't he
2: the thing I want to see in the next wave of MCU movies is lots of smaller stories don't cuz like they've just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and i love the fact that homecoming it was like it's not this end of the world plot yeah and i thought what they did really well in this film is what you just said that the world is at stake but that's like background noise his focus is on his on his friends yeah, you know, and 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 stopping this thing. So he's not, t- he's not thinking about like saving the world. He's thinking about saving his mates, yeah. and yeah. I think that's very good because you make it a small personal uh, story.
1: Which is, it's a very Spider Man thing. Like in a lot of the comics, if he's aunt May, Mary Jane, or any of the other characters are in danger, that's what he immediately goes to go do. Like it yeah. doesn't matter what situation he is in. If Aunt May is in danger, he's like, screw this. Avenger will handle this. I'm going to go save, aren't Well,
0: yeah, he's he's got his priorities uh, priorities in uh, in a certain order, I guess, when it comes to who he's going to save first. Um, But it's a bit like, you know, uh, what's he going to do when he is torn between saving like the world or aunt, you know, his auntie or one of his best friends? I'd save
2: his auntie because she's hot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess originally. I guess. I guess we'll see. But you know, in in that situation that he's in in this movie, like the the Avengers have kind of dissolved. They you know they've kind of like retired, like the the, the five big ones. I was gonna say, like that, that. That's one of the
2: things I I did kind of find funny because like they're like Doctor Strange, he's unavailable. Uh, Captain Marvel, don't
0: don't, don't invoke, say her
2: name. Don't invoke her name, and uh, Thor off world. But you're like, well, the Incredible Hulk's still around. Hawkeye's still around. Uh, Scarlet Witch is back. Um, You know, you've got, like, there was that big scene where at the end of Avengers, where, you know, uh, Winter Soldier's back. Captain uh, America just Uh, handed over his shield to Falcon. Why aren't these people being called?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, there's a calling for it, you know. And I think that's where the, the mysterio kind of guy like you know he tries to fill the shoes of of Tony Stark, you know, he wants to take over that that technology. There's a power void mm. going on, so it kind of does make sense that this pseudo villain kind of shows up and plays us all like a fiddle to to get hold of more power um and it kind of does parallel a little bit with with reality in the way that certain you know governments have in the past like manipulated the people into pursuing certain agendas mm. you know and he has his own agenda which is very much like self-interested and um, it's you know it's the funny scenes where he's like I don't know who the lady's name is but she's like you know ironing his cape and stuff and he's like oh, make, yeah. make sure that's ready for the you know for the, the grand finale like you're gonna be there with my, with my cloak right you know yeah. it's like I, I might be there.
2: meeting the queen in that cloak
0: yeah you know it's just He's he's very he's very human in that respect, you know. Like he, he craves the power, and he's you know he's he's like he's not on the same level as Spider Man, like you know he he is just just like, you know, just solely human. Whereas Spider Man has these you know abilities like his 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 Peter Tingle.
1: Oh God, you know? that annoys um, me so much. I was just waiting to like just be like him to just be like Peter Tingle. Spider oh, sense, just spider like, like yeah, like when he was like, "Oh, Peter Tingle, please work." I was like, "No, I, I wanted him to say spider sense." Yeah, <laughs> I- okay. and I wanted I it, and it annoyed me because now it's just gonna be Peter Tingle unless he corrects it eventually, and I'm like, it's-, it's just one of those things that annoys me that shouldn't, but it does. Yeah,
0: I I don't know if if they'll ever, I, you know. Need to call it a Peter Tingle again, you know. It might hopefully it'll just be for the duration of this movie, and you know, no one will say, "Oh, this, that, and the other" about it. You know, they'll they'll just be back to being called the the, the spider senses Ooh. are tingling and stuff. Um, but yeah, so what I was yeah back to what I was saying about the whole Mysterio kind of like thing, the like the humanity of it. Um, yeah, like it's the same with Iron Man. Like he also was just the guy and it was his, his drive and his ambition that took him to the level that he was at, you know, and you know, Peter's standing on the shoulders of giants here, you know, like he's like a, like a young guy and he has accidentally kind of like got these abilities and it's like, you know, he's kind of trying to deal with it all. Like he's still very young, hasn't, you know, found his feet yet. And then suddenly he's kind of like handed this immense gift of power in the form of those like glasses Mm. and Edith, Edith, yeah, and and uh, he immediately nearly ends up killing one of his like classmates by ordering a drone strike (laughs) by accident, you know. Um, So I guess like he must have a a bit of a feeling that he's not ready for it, you know. Mm. And so he's he's more than willing to just part ways with it when Mysterio shows up. He's a much more mature like a legary kind of guy and you know Peter sees qualities of Iron Man in this in this character so he's a big fat phony he's a big fat phony what a phony he lied to us with those with those beautiful blue eyes why would he lie why Jake why Um, unlike the unlike Iron Man you know who has tried to deliver on his promises time and time again Mm. whether he fails or not you know He more or less had a a solution to most of the problems, yeah.
2: (laughs) Build more suits, build more stuff, yeah. Build bigger suits,
0: and you know, like uh, at the in um, uh, this the snappy one, what's it called? Infinity War, Endgame or Infinity War. No, I think it's Endgame. That's the second one, yeah. When he he comes back from space and he's all sick and he's having a go at Captain uh, America. He's like, yeah, you know what my plan was. You know, we should, we 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 could have had this all sold if it, if we followed my my plan, having having a suit everywhere and stuff, um, and that kind of power, like in this, this new Spider-Man film, has kind of been like, you know, dis- displayed like that. Like if it does fall into the wrong hands, then the world would be fucked. Mm. You know, so it kind of does validate some of what the Avengers had to say about. Um, Keep
2: hearing like a little clicking noise. <laughs>
0: yeah I've, I've been hearing that too am not sure where it's coming from
2: i haven't i'm just going mad that's fine
0: oh i think it's the squeaking of my chair like as always
2: yeah Some squeaking chairs
0: i can't help it i'm moving yeah. oh. oh boy uh I, anyway
2: there's there one thing i wanted to touch on before we like moved on and, and got to the next subject um because I I I think it's it's really important. Because like obviously, Tom Holland, brilliant Spider Man, Jake Gyllenhaal, brilliant Mysterio. No, but what did we think to the other uh, background characters like your Nick Furies, your your classmates, uh, yeah, your okay. Aunt May and stuff like that? What what what, what were opinions? On I
1: them? really like MJ, even though she's not the typical MJ. And that annoys people a lot because, well, she isn't the same MJ. But I really like her relationship between her and Peter. Yeah, and I, I do. don't think I've ever seen such a great representation of being an awkward team trying to get into a relationship done so well. Because you're kind of there and you're cringing. Yeah. But you're cringing because you can relate and you're, you can see in. yourself that you've done. You've been in this situation. You're there. And you're just kind of there like, this <laughs> I've seen this happen to myself. You,
0: you've taken the, yeah. the long trip yeah. and you've wanted to sit next to the girl yeah. and something's happened and you can't and you're not there. It's just like, oh. so
1: relatable and it's just done so well.
2: I I, I, I think uh, Zendaya? Yeah, it's Zendaya. I, I think know. her uh, a portrayal of Mary Jane, especially in this, mm. this particular role... Oh, don't,
1: don't call her Mary Jane, they get annoyed. All right, well, she, she, She's Michelle. Michelle.
2: Michelle. Well... It, I think she is possibly that is one of the most earnest performances that mm. I've seen from a person yeah. like I'm rooting for them too I want them to get together in real life just so, so I can constantly th- see them together they're, so, they're, they're, they're such, such good friends so in real
1: life that you, <laughs> that you think they are oh. and they're so great together in interviews and everything and he, I watch he keeps stealing
2: her coats <laughs> he's just like oh that's a nice leather jacket I'll put it on because I'm skinnier than you <laughs> yeah,
1: but I the, the, the supporting cast is great as well. Yeah. And, uh, the whole uh, like holiday relationship between Ned and uh, his girlfriend <laughs> is great. Yeah.
0: That's another typical like yeah. growing up kind of thing that happens yeah. as well. Like you get the holly- uh, the holiday romances. Yeah, you know when you come back home again, like the it's magic is over. Really I went as a boy just, and like, I came oh. back as a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, even so, yeah, I guess the, the the supporting cast, even we we learn about a bit about them, and they they all kind of grow in their own ways on the journey as well. Like there's the the guy who um, is like always Instagramming and stuff like that, and like flash, and, yeah, they're, and they're they're all in like that uh, that vault at the end in like the Tower of London or whatever, and they're all like. Admitting their flaws and stuff, and he's like, oh, I post videos on the internet for likes, you know. It's just sort of like, oh, yeah, you that's you yeah, that's you, that's the guy. There's lo- There's plenty of people in the world you can see that I like that, but I just trying to, to put stuff out there on, on like Instagram and stuff, like constantly look just seeking attention and like not really getting it through that like that medium, you know. And like they should maybe just take a look behind them where like there's this great cast of like friends who are like. You know, kind of like there, um, he's just kind of ignoring, you know, kind of like ignoring all of that. Like the scene where he gets punched in the nuts, and he's like there with those like ladies, in Venice like, hey, I'm in Venice, and then... <laughs> I I
2: I do like I love the background character, I love, love the cast. Uh, I did feel that Ned was perfectly used in the last one. This I felt he was he was a lot more absent, and yes, that did give MJ. Michelle more time with yeah. Peter, oh, which I know it's <laughs> just a, angry. He's no, got, it's
1: on the he, internet. I just he, he's got a knife, guys.
2: Comments. He's got a knife for yours please, on the police. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: the... I'm fine with her.
2: Um, no, I, I loved her, but yeah, like in the last one, he was like he was the guy in the chair, and I loved that dynamic, and I felt it was slightly missing <laughs> from this one. But, yeah, like, I, I love the teachers as well. I think they were brilliant. There's that one who's yeah. oh, the yeah. science teacher who's constantly going, this is witchcraft. I'm telling you, it's
0: witchcraft. Yeah, and uh, the other guy it's like, you won't believe it. I, I You know, I talked to the, the, the tour guys and they, they've upgraded our package. You should have heard me on the phone. Like, you know, like, as if, like, he's just a complete, like, wash over of a guy, you know?
2: Uh, the, the, he has possibly one of the best little like conversations where he's like going, "Oh yeah, my my wife pretended to get left, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it turns out she oh, just left, man. left the state, oh, and uh, we had that. a funeral and, and everything, and you're just there like going, oh that poor man." Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it just it just paint quite. Quite a good picture for those, you know, those supporting like characters. You know, they're not just part of the background s- scene. You
2: know, they I I loved Happy Hogan's inclusion, like his mm. little bits. I I loved him being in it, and again, yeah, just yeah. I I think with most of the cast, there was a lot of just sort of genuine sort of like feeling. So like he, with Hogan, he is like still mourning the loss of Iron oh, Man. Yeah, yeah. But he's still like trying to be like a help. To yeah. this to this new sort of like hero where, and
0: yeah, he's
2: and he's also trying to get some some strange with uh with yeah yeah definitely. yeah
0: you, you, you get the feeling that like he is trying to mentor Peter and he's you know failing at it which is which is hilarious you know there's a scene where he's talking about how Nick Fury is about to call you like you know Nick Fury you know he's gonna call you answer the phone it's like oh, no, no, I'm not gonna call yeah, No, I'm not gonna answer it it's like no this is Nick Fury you just you don't you don't do that like you know Spider-Man's still naive. He's, you know, he's, he's an, an Avenger, you know, but he's not like the oldest Avenger, so he doesn't really, I don't think, understands like the 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 weight of it all, and he's just kind of like typical teenager, kind of like brushing these like responsibilities off. Like he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know, he doesn't want to. Step, you know, beyond that boundary, you know, he wants to to remain like in that. He wants to keep like... his
2: feet on the ground. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, which is like com- the lid of that is just completely blown off at the end of the movie though as well, which is great like the, with the the cut where it's like, what the fuck? You know, oh yeah. Like... <laughs>
1: if we're gonna round this up, post credit gotta scenes got to be discussed. Post credit scenes. Here we go. They're my favorite in the MCU. They got motherfucking J.K. Simmons back. Oh uh. yeah. Yeah, but that Joan Jonah Jameson, and it's the best thing. I I definitely had a, a nerd gasm. Like when that, I was like, oh. I was just like, oh, my oh. I was like, this this is great, but at the same time, I'm sitting here wondering with the big oh, it just kept hidden. There was like, okay, they got this great scene of like Mysterio, him calling Spider Man a menace. He's there. You got got Joan Jonah Jameson there again, and then they reveal. That he's Peter Parker, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck are they gonna do next movie? Or how are they gonna do this? How's he gonna deal with all of this? And I have no idea how it's gonna work, and I love it, and I'm like, how?
2: Is it even gonna be a thing though? Because like at the end of the last one, Aunt May finds like um, Peter Parker like dressed as Spider-Man. and She's like,
1: mother. <laughs> and... But it's it's gonna have to be addressed. But it but well, this okay. is a
2: universe in which there are shapeshifters. So you could literally just have one of them dressed as Spider Man and then Pete Parker standing there and like, I'm no Spider Man, this is the real Spider Man. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Yeah,
0: and um didn't the the holograms like all fail at some point and it was like everybody could just see the drones all Mm. flying around but
2: he's saying that peter parker spider-man was in charge of those drones yeah
0: so like he was supposed to be like if he had taken responsibility
1: but it's just one of those things where i'm like a lot of people now know that it's him and you also have to deal with all these classmates now knowing and that's interesting it's the one thing i love about it is i want to know how flash deals with the one kid that he's constantly oh, making fun of right, is yeah. now Spider-Man.
2: He'll just be in denial. Yeah. He'll just be like, nope, yeah. it's no. not true. Yeah. Can't be true.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's just the rest of like the world because it's obviously sets up for Spider-Man being the bad guy to everyone because they think he was in charge of all the drones and destroying London. And I'm like, how yeah. are they going to... It's, it's going to be very interesting how they deal with this.
2: But the other side of things is S.H.I.E.L.D. Is still a thing.
1: It kind of.
2: And so they could just be like that again. They could just yeah. go on like TV and go, "Well, actually, no. Yeah. Peter Parker's been working with us. Mysterio came to us and told us this, so mm. we did all these things, and be, it turns out it was a lie.
1: Yeah. I won't mind if they like are able to show that it wasn't actually him who did the drone strike, but it will still be very interesting to have Peter Parker's identity out in the open and mm. see how everyone in school and how he deals with that and how he moves on with it and it's going to be uh
2: I, I, would, be, I would be very annoyed if that is the case That because obviously everyone is going to know that it is him but I like the fact that Peter Parker is the only person with a secret identity mm-hmm. like you know Tony a Stark's is like I'm Iron Man and Captain America's got like you know whole museums based around him.
0: Or like, uh, hi, I'm I'm Peter Parker. Hi, uh, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, I didn't realise we were using our made-up names. Uh, I'm
1: Spider-Man, you know, like that. <laughs> and then we have the second one, which is Nick Fury is actually in space. And the scrolls have been Nick Fury and Maria Hill all along for however long we do not know for.
2: How long yeah. do you reckon? Or do you reckon it's one... I reckon, I, reckon it's s- one of, I reckon it's one of those things where they keep switching in and out.
1: I reckon it's since Winter Soldier. And I reckon since Nick Fury faked his death, he's been kind of
0: away. So that would mean, uh, well, no, because if you look at, well, no, no, because no, well, you've got the the the, the uh, Captain Marvel film, mm. that's set in, like, the 90s, mm. and yes. that's when these characters first arrive on Earth, Yes, and they they also have an interaction with Nick Fury, you know, Post eye patch thing, you know, he he loses the eye kind of like around those kind of characters. So they've had a lot of time to get to know Nick Fury in that respect. So that that guy should be very good at faking him. And Mm. he does, because he falls assault through the movie. I think if we were to re watch it and keep a close eye on Nick Fury, we we might be able to sort of like pick up that he's not quite Nick Fury as we know him.
2: I think he's not as. He's, Co- a lot, he's not as cocksure as Nick Fury was he's a lot
1: more witty which uh, makes sense because that character himself
2: yeah he's, he's got that sort of got, like banter yeah, sort of.
1: which Nick Fury is very serious most mm, of the time to the point point. and, yeah, and
2: yeah. there's also that whole thing where it's just like what about Captain Marvel he's like don't invoke her name so yeah. like you know he touched on Earth. I for myself and I, there will be thousands of theories and i love reading them for the next like 20 years the one I liked was in Captain Marvel he says one of his like things is he can't eat toast unless it's cut in uh triangles. Yeah. And then in Age of Ultron, when he's in the farmhouse, he makes himself a sandwich, which isn't technically toast. And right. then he cuts it in half and then he eats it. And oh. uh, so like I'm like, Oh, is that is that the switch? Maybe. Um but i just wonder though cuz of like the end of end game when he like yeah, gets he, up and he he's gets... got that like, captain marvel like wouldn't he like start to turn back into a scroll even as he was turning to dust cuz like would you still be able to keep your control of your yeah. changing ability so I, I reckon if anything it's been a an in and out situation
0: i reckon since uh, since the funeral i reckon that the the real uh, nick fury was at the funeral to pay his respects, because that's the mm. thing that he would definitely would do. Yep. And then after that, the conversation that we didn't see that would have happened off camera with with him and Captain Marvel, where they're sort of talking about building something bigger to protect not just the Earth, but, but maybe some of the other planets that are out there.
2: Well, the the sci-fi equivalent is is called Sword. So yeah. they obviously have Shield on Earth. And then the, the, the larger universe protection forces cord sort. So whether or not that's getting built.
1: I reckon that's, that's what it's setting up and that's what it's meant to be for. There's also a very subtle Fantastic Four hint that Ooh. not a lot of people've spotted, but there's a sequence and I can't exactly remember what it is. I think it's and in the mid credits. Yeah, and in you in can see one. yeah. And you can see one, two, three, and then because it's, it's it's the the, yeah. the Stark Tower,
2: yeah. right? Has been sold and it someone else has bought it and it's on the Stark Tower. And it's like the one, two, three. Yeah. And oh. so it's like four is coming. Yeah. So it's either going to be a case of because they've could already even stand
1: s- for phase four as well. But yes, could be
2: because the the I think the Fantastic Four movie is already in development uh, mm. and is set to come out in about like two or three years. No idea At time that of one. recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the future. I'm looking like I would have thought after Endgame, I would be MCU'd out. That I'd yeah. just be like, I like I love this stuff, but I just I need a break. I need to rest.
0: Yeah, they're coming thick and fast now.
2: Yeah, it's like it's been like almost like free a year for like, you know, sixty years now. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got a bit of a collection going.
2: Yeah, we do. We do have a collection.
0: Twenty.
1: Four movies is
2: it? Something It's like, like 12 years yeah, yeah. so it's many
1: 23 or 24 I'm pretty sure something like that
2: and then we've got Captain Marvel 2 coming out there's a Guardians 3 in the works which probably would have been here a lot sooner if they yeah. didn't fucking fire the director
1: yeah, yeah. Ternos is coming out
2: uh, there's a an Black oh yeah, it, Eternals was the one. Isn't like Angelina Jolene supposed to be in that? No
1: idea. I have, and,
2: and I think I read something in the last couple of days that says the girl who plays Eleven from Stranger Things is supposed to be in that. Yeah,
1: might
0: be,
2: which would be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Are
0: we going to see a uh, Black Widow movie? Did you always see? Oh Black yeah,
2: we did. Black that Widow, is yeah. One of them. That's supposed to be set between Civil War and Infinity well, War. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, so it's going to have to be right. Black Black Widow. I thought it was
1: going to be on set in her past and how she the oh, like story. Yeah. I want to know about Budapest okay <laughs> what happened in Budapest well, it gets the bomb I, do, I, I do
2: want to know what happened in Budapest but at the same time I don't want to see sad ballerina Scarlett Johansson going oh no I can't have babies <laughs> you know that would that would just be really really disappointing what she, just what she says you're in not, like in, in oh, Age of Ultron yeah, she's yeah. like you're not the only monster true but she's supposed to have like similar, almost like similar powers to um, Captain America. She has like a, she has, the, di- she has the diet Coke version yeah. of his Coke. But I'm not sure if they ever serum. mentioned
1: that in the MCU. I'm not sure if it's ever mentioned that she has that. But in the comics, that's very much what it's like.
2: I think it's stuff that's hinted at in Age of Ultron with the whole mm. sequence of. Um, her talking about like the facility where she was made and yeah
0: I would I would like to see a kind of like a James Bond style film with uh, with Black Widow instead of obviously like instead of James Bond you know where she's like romancing these guys and doing espionage and spy shit and she's got the gadgets on the go and like you know the, the kung fu and the, the martial arts and stuff like that. We we. Can... Oh,
2: you've you've got to see that move where she jumps up onto a guy's shoulders and then like just flips the around down. and just yeah. wraps
0: her thighs around his face.
1: Ah, oh, which way I would
2: like to die. <laughs> I'd be. I would. I would go happy. <laughs> yeah, Terif- yeah. Terrific actor, absolutely. Yeah. But goddamn, is she beautiful?
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. From
1: the, from the black movie.
2: Just, just, <laughs> just, just, a, just a movie of Scarlett Johansson just standing there for like three <laughs> hours. It's like, oh.
1: someone, you know, calm down, mate.
2: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. There's talks of a submariner movie. Mm. So, so, I think this is probably like the golden age. Like, one of the things I love about doing this podcast is like, what are we going to talk about every week? Now Marvel's going to be releasing movies forever. So yeah. we've got that. Yeah. And then yeah. occasionally there'll be a Star Wars or a Star Trek and, and every so often Warner Brothers will throw up
1: the latest DC movie. You know, yeah. you say throw up, but the latest ones haven't been bad. They've been pretty decent. I loved Shazam. Yeah, Shazam? Oh, yeah, yeah. Aquaman was a fun action movie. It had its flaws. Ac- but it Aquaman
2: was, was an acid trip and I loved it. I loved it for the sheer... Stupid bizarreness of it, like Jason Momoa is so bloody charming. And uh, Shazam Woman's was great. brilliant.
1: Wonder Woman was great. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman's great, and we got Wonder Woman two coming. Uh We got the other DC movies that aren't related to the whole timeline because they're doing oh, we have multiple universes with yeah. multiple universes. Joker is out in like a month. Yeah. So. which is apparently going to stray very far from the comics, and anger people is what the director said in a movie Uh-oh. interview, and I'm like, I like that, I want to see it, because it sounds interesting. Is
0: this just all the footage that like they got of Jared Leto um, from uh, Suicide uh, Squad's? We're no, 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 this is,
2: this is Joaquin Phoenix is in a Joker origin movie. Which is
1: why I was yeah. saying they have multiple universes. So they're like, this is not related to this. We're doing a whole movie universe that has a multiverse and we can do all these separate movies yeah. without interfering. This, this, one, this one looks is, a lot yeah. like The Killing Joke. Yeah. 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 Like but the, he said it's scenes... not like the comics, so apparently it's not it going to be like that. It can't be like the comics because... Yeah. Uh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it, yeah. Uh, but there's... Uh, also the Batman movie that was originally meant to have... uh...
2: Oh, with um, Robert Patterson.
1: Yeah, is now the lead, which I'm okay with. Like, I'm willing to give every actor a chance. And everyone knows him from Twilight and is angry because you've got the sparkly vampire as Batman. But he does look like he would... He fits the role of looking like a suave, like, younger Bruce Wayne, who's like, mid-thirties, maybe just late twenties and he can fit into it and everyone's always judging him because twilight, but I don't mind it because I've seen some of his indie films and he's actually a really good actor. Mm. I, I, so I believe in giving him a chance. I
2: think maybe like in, in our podcast coming up, I think definitely like maybe a look at the DC movies, mm. what's been and what's coming, maybe a little look at the Marvel films as well. Cause there's a few of them. Um, because there's there's a couple of things I, I will not make the judgement on Robert Patterson because mm. ever since they turned around and went oh Heath Ledger's going to be the Joker mm. and I was just like what, the guy from First Night <laughs> and then he was amazing I've just gone, you know what I will save yeah. my judgement until that film comes out and I will see it for myself mm. uh, the other one is one with the Wonder Woman film which I loved the poster very, very acid Trippy. Um, I hope it's as good as the first one. The one thing I'm hoping that they learn is please don't give us a giant CGI pointless fight at the end. Yeah. Like that film was brilliant. Gal Gadot was great in it. Chris Pine was great in it. That and like all of the cast was just good. All,
1: all the stuff that's been said before. And yeah. The just, just,
2: just don't show that stupid fight at the end. Like it worked in Aquaman. It, well. yeah. it worked in Aquaman because it was just this whole bizarre, over-the-top story, and it's just this insane. But
1: even that fight wasn't a big CGI fest. It took place on like one little submarine, like the end fight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: the end fight again. The end fight was good because you had just him it just versus one, him, one and door. they weren't like it wasn't but, doing the oh, yoda do flipping the around. Just big,
1: insane, giant war. Yeah, the krakens yeah. and the f- you know.
2: I loved that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we should probably say that for future podcasts because we're hopefully going to do a couple of these at least. Um, I think one last, like to finish off the podcast, maybe sort of like go around and just give like a little recommendation or, you know, something you've been playing, something you've been watching, something you've been reading you know, just finish off with some recommendations, and then hopefully in f- in future, if you know anyone actually like listens to this apart from my mum, uh, <laughs> yeah. that uh, yeah, we get some feedback from people what they're list they're reading, so we can take that on board. So, what have what okay, have...
0: I'll uh, I'll go first to this then. Um, before we recorded this podcast, we had a little chat in the kitchen beforehand, and uh, Boz mentioned a movie called Apostle. Um it's a, a slow burner it's, it's, a, it's a great movie it's very creepy it's got great like Lovecraftian vibes to it it's uh, got like cults and you know if you're into that kind of like that kind of branch of horror give it a watch it's called Apostle um, it's on Netflix it's on Netflix it got some pretty crap reviews but it also got
1: some alright ones it's a very mixed film it seems yeah.
0: so you mean, you'll either love it or you'll hate it but that's yeah. that's my recommendation, recommendation. That's Apostle I'll just say it one more time Apostle yeah.
1: We got talking about that because a uh, film Midsummer is coming out. Midsummer, yeah. yeah. yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah but Midsommar it's spelled lives. weird, so I keep on saying it's Midsommar. Because yeah, he's a very...
0: It's set elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. so, it seems a lot like that, and so we got
1: talking about Apostle. Yeah, or oh, Hereditary,
0: that's also yeah, great. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we got talking about those, and it reminded us, and it was like, oh, here's these cult horror films, and, and I love horror films, so yep. we just got into a little chat about that. Definitely recommend. It's a very good film. And it's free, basically, if you have Netflix, because yeah. it's great. Just Easy watch action. it. Watch it.
2: All right. Well, that was his recommendation, so you've got to give your own.
1: Uh, well, mine, I got so many. I got like a whole notes page here see, yeah, of things. <laughs> uh, oh, someone came prepared. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go off on all of them, but I'm just going to give you... Just pick one. Yeah, I'm going I'm to give you, in short dose, yeah. my recommendation of what you should be watching in terms of anime This is mainly for you two, as well, this summer.
2: Is this going to make me want to kill myself again?
1: (laughs) Uh, Maybe a little bit. Who knows? I'll give you a light one as well. I'm just going to go through this season because it's very fast. Uh, You should be watching, for sure, Vinland Saga. It's a show about a kid who's grown up uh, killing on the battlefield as a Viking. For reasons I'm not going to spoil, but it's very good. It's very well animated. And it's just a very dark and gritty yet fun series about a kid who just wants revenge. And it's a Viking show and it's awesome and has great characters and everyone should be watching it. Uh, Dr. Stone is also very good. Something you'd most probably like a lot more. uh, Because it's about this, the world has basically been affected by this virus and everyone's been turned to stone. Ah, Like, millennia's pass... And then he gets unstuck from stone and he has to rebuild civilization and go for all these different science experiments, and it's all very sciencey nice. and quirky, and he has to choose who he wants to unstone first. And Etika. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. very fun. And then you've got your in of the of the summer, which is Fire Force. Very good action show. It's made by the same author who did Soul Eater. So if you like Soul Eater, you can go watch that. Nice. It's great. Lots yeah. of fire techniques and stuff like that. Uh, then you got I'm gonna butcher this name completely, Afarata from a commonplace Just from tight. a commonplace to a world strongest, which is this season's Isekai show. So if you like Isekai, uh, yeah. watch this. It's another power trick fantasy. Guy yeah. goes from weak to strong. Apart from this time he's betrayed by all his friends and he hates them all and so he uses his rage and anger to become this OP existence. Very good. And then I shall leave you with two jokey yet funny shows that you are like. Yay! And the first one is How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Which uh, do is you about... Even lift bro? <laughs> yeah. Do you even It's basically Do You Even love Lift Bro the anime? Yeah. And it's about two girls who want to get in shape so they're going to the gym and it's got lots of jokes about the gym. But it's also very good at telling you how you should be doing things at the gym and it's very informative and it's filled with loads of jokes. Is, it, so is, is this
2: almost like that Cells at Work anime? Yes. Where it's just like, oh we're going to have this really quirky like comedy drama thing, but we're going to teach you about the human body as it's well. Very, it's You're very like, much yeah.
1: like that where what? it's got a lot I'm of jokes. Learning. No one warned <laughs> yeah. me of this. <laughs> it's got a lot of jokes, a lot of that, but it also teaches you a lot about the gym or basics of the gym and try and encourages you to do that. And then lastly for my super joke isekai series, it's Do You Love Your Mum and the and her two hit multi-target attacks, which is a basically, <laughs> instead of having an old isekai show where you just have the standard shodan OP male guy who gets killed, it's about a mother who gets isekai'd. Oh, right wow. <laughs> okay. That is... So now you have the my mum's... Yeah, <laughs> basically, you have my mum's a milf, the isekai, and goes and kills thing. Nice. And those are my suggestions for what you should be watching this season.
2: I think definitely have to do a full anime so. Uh... Episode because there are definitely some words that you said there that I didn't get. Yeah, mostly because I watch when I watch an anime. Nine times out of ten, I'm just like scrolling. I'm like, that's a pretty. It's fine. I'll just
1: rip out this page and uh, you you can take it. Here you go. Here's the suggestion list.
2: Oh fuck! I've got homework now.
0: (laughs) Why did I start this thing?
1: Uh... The nerdy
2: homework for the week. Exit for myself. I've got two recommendations one of them is a TV series and one of them is a comic book Um, the but the TV series is uh, DC Swamp Thing
1: uh,
2: which has already been cancelled but it's really I really enjoyed it like I've I've kind of been in and out with like The Flash and Green Arrow and and all that lot Uh, and I find they're a bit too almost like buffy-ish mm. in that they're just like there's a bit too much quirkiness to them and, be. Yeah, yeah at times especially um but this one is it's dark it's interesting the characters like you I've, I've only I'm about halfway through at the moment and it's, it's it's very small self-contained little story so I I think it's really good and it I, if they can do this as like the TV series what could they do as an actual film mm. would be pretty cool there's it's a it, I don't think it's a PG-13 or, you know, like, it's not your kid's one. It, it would be after the watershed because yeah, you do yeah. see people get, like, ripped apart and uh, and stuff like that. So, it is it is really, really cool, and I definitely recommend that. The comic book, I'm... Tomorrow or Saturday, I'm going to pick up uh, Stardust uh, from a local comic book shop. But the one that I recommend all of you read... Is a, s- a series. I think there was like five volumes, and it was called "I Hate Fairyland." All right, it is this beautiful ah, yeah. rainbow vomited on a this. page. I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you've got this this girl is like eight years old, gets like sucked into this mystical land, and is sent on this quest by this fairy godmother. And then 30 years later, she's still in the fairyland, and mentally she's grown up, but physically she's still an eight year old, and she's just so freaking angry. And it's just this, and she's got like this cricket as like her conscience and guide, but he's like an alcoholic chain smoker. (laughs) Um, And it literally opens with. I think it's the moon is narrating her journey yeah. and she's hung over so she tells the moon to shut up and she gets <laughs> into an argument with the moon and then she kills the moon and then there's like stars are like oh my god you just killed the moon and she's like no witnesses and it's just it just it, that is like the tip of the iceberg it is just a bizarre hilarious brilliant comic and I do recommend that
1: this is uh, I, I hate Fairyland yeah but this is something that reminds me on an episode that we have to do because we we talked about a lot about Marvel and DC, but I would love to just do an episode where we talk about various indie comics oh, yeah, and just yeah. things that are just not in the mainstream.
0: Oh, I, I've got I've got quite a few of those. Yeah, because away. there's there's um, so
1: many great titles yeah. that I could go on about that are not from Marvel and DC, even if it is just bigger ones that people do know. But it's not Marvel and DC, and I'd love to just get into that. And you're talking
2: about stuff like Saga and yes. The Walking Dead. Yeah. And...
1: Walking Dead uh, actually is just... I think it had its last issue. I think it's ended. So It's over. It's over. It's over. Did, yeah. we,
2: did we win? Did no we win idea. against zombies? I, I, I'm sure that's know. how all the I, zombie I films no end.
1: I haven't caught up, and I have no idea, but uh, I would love to do an indie comics kind of thing, or yeah. not even indie, just something that isn't Marvel and DC. No, so, I agree,
2: yeah. mate. There's, there's, there's some wonderful comics like... I Hate Fairyland was one of them I was reading Kill or Be Killed or Kill or Let Be Killed I can't remember mm. uh, Bedlam there's just every, every, my my process mm. my you know way that I choose my comics is I go one week Marvel one week DC one week independent mm. and I'm just making my rounds through like comic oh, books okay. uh, over and over yeah. and over again
1: oh one that I would suggest for you when you can eventually get around to it and it's mainly because it's becoming an Amazon Prime show and it is a superhero one, but it's an indie superhero one. Is this The Boys? The Boys. Go go read oh. The Boys. I mean, I've heard of this. It's, it's yeah. so good. This this is the one where it's heavily implied at the
2: beginning that Superman or a Superman style character raped Britney Spears. It's,
1: it's something like that. It's like when superheroes have got so full of themselves that they start abusing their powers mm. and someone's like, nah, I'm not having this no more. I'm gonna be the superheroes. I'ma be the superhero who takes out fallen superheroes. Yeah. And
2: I I, th- I think the trailer sold me on that when yeah. Carl Urban was just like You're you what's Sporty Spice up to? He's like, What? And he's like, What's Sporty Spice up to? I don't know, it's just like, Well you're Sporty Spice, he's Baby Spice, he's Posh Spice, I'm Ginger Spice and when we're apart, we're shit. But when we're together, we're the fucking Spice Girls, and then, and it's like supposed to be this pep talk, and the guy's just like, "You are shit at doing pep talks."
1: Yeah, but that's uh, it's it's short. The comic's already over. It's got like five vol- big volumes, I think, uh, and it's worth a read. And you should all go check it out.
2: I think I will. I definitely
0: will.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, well, we we'll just hit the the two hour mark. Oh, sweet. Yes. There might be a good place really? to. Really, two to hours? To I thought wrap. that's one hour and. Oh, no, yes, one hour and 20 minutes, not two hours. Is it one hour and 20 minutes? Yep. I thought that was going yep. by. I thought we were aiming for about yeah. 1 30, so this is about perfect, I feel. You reckon?
2: Yeah. Well, oh, no, 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 I think we should pad it out for a little bit longer. Quick, think of the think of same things. Think to of how say. many more ads we can add.
0: So many
1: more. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're not popular enough to have ads yet.
2: Quick, get a coupon for <laughs> Ghana.
0: <laughs> Coupon for Garnet
2: Yep, yeah, with a three year warranty. <laughs> I'm pretty certain I'm saying that wrong. No, that is Garnet, isn't it? This is Ghana. Oh Garnier. Garnier. Oh. Like Garnier? the hair product.
0: God damn it. No, no, it's gone I meant to
2: be the dyslexic one here. Oh i am dyslexic. I'm just idiot. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I
0: think we're all pretty twisted in our own ways here. Yeah. No
2: brain today. Got the dumb. Alright. Uh I think that's about it for this time. Uh that's... if this ever actually gets to the air. Uh thank you, so. thank I you for listening
0: this long if you if you stuck with us through this uh rather turbulent episode zero. Uh we're still all finding our feet here. But uh, yeah thank, thanks again for, for listening. I've I've been uh the the geek.
1: I've been the beard. Uh and I guess I've been the nerdy. Uh, peace out <laughs> <laughs>